Episode 171. Holy. Yeah, we're getting up there. I hey? know. It's weird to think that we've done that much bullshit. Some about one, like whenever the That's number turns years. over to like the next 10. Yeah. You're like, no, really? I know. And then it's like two months of 170 something. 170, so you get used to that. And then it's like 181. And it's like, oh. It'll be four years in December that we've been doing this podcast. Jesus. I remember when we were like getting so excited for 100 coming up. Oh, yeah. And we're like, should we do like a big show for 100? Yep. And we're like, yeah, let's do something really big for 100. And then like the 100th episode came up and I was like running in from work and <laughs> everyone's just like, this is a regular episode. We'll get them at 200. And guess what? Here we're we not, go. we're not going to get you at 200. Nope, probably not. Probably not. Uh, it is July the 26th. It is just me and Brando today. Mm. Scotty is working the, uh, he's, he's being a carny this week. Yeah, Scotty which, seems like he was born to be a carny. It's true calling, I believe. Yeah. So maybe that'll stick. Who knows? Maybe he'll just travel around and we'll never hear from him again. Yeah. He'll find his, he'll find his true love That's there. That's right. Yep. Yep. I'm sure that'll happen. But anyways, uh, and Boris couldn't make it. Colton Kelly was just here in the room, mm-hmm. but he Seconds did not, ago. not watch the programming this week. <laughs> and also it's about 174 degrees in this building right ah. now. So this is a, this is a, the hottest the hot seat has ever been. Like it is, it is, it is stifling in here. It is you can. There's a fog, a yeah. thick smog that you yeah. breathe in. Warm. Like you know when you're in a sauna and it's kind of tough to breathe for yeah. the first little you can bit. Kind of chew the air. The steam room. Yeah. That's that's right now for me. Getting right in your lungs a little bit, which <gasps> is just just great. Our hot takes will never be hotter. That's true. Wow, they might be colder than the actual air, thus creating some sort of a tornado. Yeah, or like 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 breath, like smoke breath. Right. Yeah. Wait, no. The room would have to be cold for that. That's okay. If our takes are hot enough, I'm sure it'll be. Right. Yeah. Well, something's going to happen one way or another. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, the power went off in the building. It went off like on the <clears> west <throat> end, like a 12-block radius. Was it that far? Because yeah. only the one set of lights were out. That's what really confused yeah, one, me. 178 and Stony Plain were out, uh, and 178 and like 87 were out. Hmm. I was chasing them all around. I was lights out. Crash or people just running into each other. No one knows what to do when they see. Well, we've got a generator out. at the station, which right. is good because so nothing she, goes off air anymore. Yeah. Like it used to be when the power went out, you'd go off air and you yeah. just have to wait. But now, now that's not a thing anymore. Right. So we got a generator, but that generator does not sound no. healthy. Like you walk outside and you can, it's in like a garage because it's big enough to power three radio stations and a television station. Mm-hmm. And it, you go outside and it's just <laughs> like the whole time. Where you're like, oh god, that thing could just blow up at any moment. I don't, and it's old. It's got to be right. so old, right? Exactly. But it it made it today. I guess this is the power of 800 hamsters running on wheels in there. Now I don't know if that is the reason why the AC stopped working, or if they were just doing one of their regular. Well, it's 30 degrees today. Let's turn the AC off and Let's work try on and it. Kill everyone. Um, but anyways. And, like, you go down the hall, the other side, TSN side, yeah. it's cold over there. Oh, like, yeah, down in, down on the TV side, it's cold. Fuck me. It's just you. So we had fans. They set fans up strategically in the hallway to try and circulate some of the air, which was, just, for some reason, it was blowing in some, like, milk smell into the <laughs> – I don't know what the hell it was, but 
It's been a fucking hell of a day, Brando. <laughs> I tell you that much. <laughs> I didn't realize pure hell was so close to where I was working. Yes. And then my phone stopped working, which I don't even know if it's fixed itself yet. I mm-hmm. tried everything under the sun to try and fix the fucking thing, but mm-hmm. iMessages work. But uh, text do not. Oh, ho, ho, it does work. Look at that. Oh, what do you know? It's just fucking suffering from, from a heat stroke there. It might have been maybe like, yeah, a service or maybe the power outage did something. Sure. Maybe somebody hit a cell that tower. That could totally happen, yeah. I don't know. These are things that could Everything happen, is connected. I guess. It's the internet. Anyways. You hit so. one computer and a missile launches on the other end of the world. Uh, well, let's talk about what we did in the past week because you and I, uh, we had uh, a hell of a apartment 316 bonding moment when we got real drunk this past week. Oh, weekend. God. Are we going to talk about that? <laughs> Good God. Um, Drunk stories are the best stories on the pod. That's some of my favorites. Uh, okay, where to begin? It, it was a going away party for a co-worker who, mm. uh, who's been working on air in this station for 20 years, which uh-huh. is insane in the radio business. Usually you have a at one stop at, at max, 10 years if you're really lucky. Yeah. But usually it's closer to five, if not shorter than that. And yeah. then you get fired and you find another job and yeah. you, you move well, along. you move on to greener pastures. You... So he's an absolute legend around here. He's been here since pretty much the station started. Like 20 years, man. I was five mm-hmm. years old when he started working here. Right. Um, so anyways, he's actually moving to uh, to another uh, city here in Alberta because uh, his wife got a job. Anyways, whatever. Family reasons. Yada, yada. We all decided, let's go out and have a going away party and, you know, get drunk and have fun and salute him and send him off the right way. So we went to uh, a very greasy, well, it's the same one as, as the Christmas party, which I think I told the story about my 23 double rum and yeah. cokes, right? The exact same place, because that's kind of, now we've made it our place. It's a dive bar, mm-hmm. uh, but it's 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 got a lot of character. Yeah, I, totally. I actually really like that place. The bathrooms are sin. Just but, awful. But the service, after, is, the service is there. After I was done with it. Yes. Oh, yeah. God, <laughs> no. there was some, some issues late in the night in that bathroom. <laughs> Uh, so why don't you talk, talk about your day because you were all over the, the province that day before you even ended up coming yeah. to me. So in Alberta, we have this, uh, we're having this whole big political thing where, uh, the two right wing parties are merging into one party. So it's a big, it's a big deal. It's not my cup of tea. I'm not a big politics guy, but on the weekend you cover a lot of stuff because you're the only guy there to cover it. Sure. So I probably would never have volunteered during the week to go down, but on the weekend I was like, well, it's me or one other person, so I might as well go do it. Uh, I went out. It's a, it's a stressful day because it is a lot of run around, uh, hurry up, get stuff done, and then you try and feed stuff back. You only got five stuff to feed all this stuff back because the, the, the head of the party is about to speak and you got to go get that. Um, running, sweating, uh, the entire time thinking – I'm just, I'm, I'm going to go to bed after this. I just want to get home. And just sleep. And I'm in Red Deer, so there's a little bit of a road trip. It's not a long trip, but it's a, there's a little bit of a drive to even get back home. It's like an hour and a half, two hours, depending on traffic. Um, So I do all that. It, it goes off without a hitch, which is great. But I get home, and I just want to, I just want to sleep. And maybe play some PlayStation. First thing I do is take the pants off when I get home, flop down in the bed, grab the controller, and, and start playing. And Warren, I know you had been asking me to come out to this thing. So I legitimately, like, I don't turn my phone on silent or anything, but I put it face down of course. on the bed yep. and just push it across the bed far away from me. to not hear it Yeah, vibrate, and I then. was like, well, maybe Warren forgets that I'm <laughs> even an option and I just stay here all night. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, sure as shit, the thing starts going off, and you're kind of talking about just how the night's going. You're not talking about me coming or anything. You're like, oh yeah, I'm really drunk. Oh, this is this is yeah. great. This so is great. and so is here. Yeah, and, and I now, now look this person. Yeah, is and here. I and I asked you. I was like, yeah, my day went really well. That's great. And you're like, oh, that's good. So get over here. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly it. I was slow playing. I didn't want to be like immediately like, okay, get the fuck over here. I was like, yeah, how was your, how was the trip? How was the drive? How you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. And then I just dropped the get over here. And that's pretty much all it took. Yeah. Man. And then I was kind of like just staring at the message on my phone, just like my eye twitching. And then <laughs> Andy, who's also in our chat, yes. says, go over there, Brandon, do it. That was it. And then I was like, well. All right, so put the pants back on. Mm-hmm. Head over there. I was like, "Well, I can. I, I'm gonna just go out and not. I'm not gonna get hammered. I'm not gonna get like big weekend hammered. I work the next day. I'm just gonna take an easy night." And uh, as you can attest to, that didn't go. No, didn't go according um, to plan. Because the way it started off was we were on the patio at first. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of just hanging out in the patio and and you know conversing and talking to people and meeting new people and. And all this stuff. But the the beauty of the patio is that you are at the mercy of the waitress. You have to wait for the waitress. Well, you don't have to, I guess. But when you order a drink or you finish a drink, you have to wait for her to come back before you can order another one. And then Mm. she's still got to go get it. And she had a leg brace on or something. So she was moving a little bit slowly. And you feel a little bit bad about making her come out there. (laughs) The pacing of being out there was tremendous. Because it it just worked perfectly. Uh, But then they shut the patio down at like, I don't know, nine o'clock, nine thirty maybe, and said, "Okay, we got to shut this down. You can't have any booze out here anymore. You guys got to come in." And then you're just, well, you're sitting at the bar, right? As soon as the beer's gone, there's someone there to get, yeah. Oh, sure, another drink. I'm not even done this one yet, and it just fucking (laughs) spiraled from there. And uh, yeah, I was pretty drunk by the time you showed up. Mm Uh, and then we continued to drink and do shots. And I was drinking very fast to try and not be the only sober guy at a right. bar. You're playing catch up, yep. which is fine. You do you do a good job of that. Right. And you did a good job of that, uh. which is good. Um, but yeah, we we had a good time. We talked to some people. Yep, I can say with some confidence that the going away party that I went to, uh, I did not say one word to the man who was going away. Well, that's fair. Because, <laughs> I mean, have you ever before, really? I've seen him around the station yeah. and said hi to him, but it was kind of funny that I realized after that... Uh, <laughs> she doesn't know whether to come in here. Yeah, there's a woman <laughs> contemplating coming in and cleaning that's the, the hot, studio. That's the hot that's one. That's the hot one. Yeah, yeah. Um, come on in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's steamy in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it was funny that I went to his going away and just ended up like I know so many other people who know him way better than I know sure. him, so I just ended up talking. Well, about and the those thing people. is, is that he was gunned too. So sure. if you would have talked to him, Wouldn't he even may it. not have even recognized you or be even remembered it the next day to That's go. Right. Yeah, it's good that he came. Yeah. So it doesn't matter at all. No. But nothing really happened at the bar itself. No, nope, just a lot of liquor consumed. Outside, Talked a lot of wrestling. Yes, that's yeah. true. Uh, uh, with the promoter of the PWA, Kurt Sorokin was there. Yeah, had a good long chat with him. Yeah, that was nice. Um, but as as it's been documented on this podcast and in my life, I don't do well with with cab rides when I'm drunk. The motion right. sickness, it just it hits me. Mm-hmm. I'm totally fine in a car when I'm sober, but it, it just something about the spins. So mm. I knew uh, I knew that I was too drunk to be going in a cab without 
going to the bathroom and making some sort of an attempt of of getting this out of me beforehand. Yeah, the, so, uh, uh, the old bulimia approach. Right, so that's exactly what I did. I went in there. body image. Didn't take much. I think it was only one. And then it, Sometimes you just got to stare in that toilet. And think about the things that have been in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, that's all it needs. And then you start to smell it. So what happened, and I got it all out and yada, yada, whatever. Uh, my hat ended up falling off my head and into the toilet filled with vomit. And there goes that hat. Which, which was a brand new hat the first night I'd worn it. Yeah. So there, that's the end of that. Um, I got a little bit on my white shirt as that well. That only happens to new hats. Of course. You if it wear, was my it was, old <laughs> shitty one. Yeah. No, no, no. It's it would have fucking like fallen off your head, bounced off the toilet oh, yeah. seat, and landed no. back on your head. No. And I remember <laughs> even in my drunken like blurry vision, because you have tears in your eyes and vomiting and like yeah. just looking down and like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that, that's, yeah. yeah. Like, it wasn't even mad. Just like, no. yep, yeah. sure, sure. sure. It's the end of the day, it's a hat. You go spend another 30 <laughs> right. bucks, but it was $30 worth of story. It's it's true. Yeah. It's very worth true. Worth being able to fill a couple minutes of sat pod. <laughs> uh, I had a little bit on my white shirt as well, uh-huh. which I, uh, we, we quickly left afterwards, and I was sure to kind of fold my arms and cover sure. that up so that Absolutely. nobody was like, did you puke? Because I just puke, don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And then uh, I think we got an Uber, sure. and uh, we got an Uber home, and I—that's the best car ride I've had. Yeah, that they, I would didn't feel sick once, yeah. which was nice. And I part of it's the driver. I sure. think this guy was one of the mothers of all Uber drivers. He, he was, made yeah, good dude. Yeah, we well, made the critical error of giving us the auxiliary cable. Well, to and that's the thing. Too, he took a it took a different route. Like he went past White Avenue, which is kind of like our party street in Edmonton. Right. Uh, to which we stopped at a red light, and I, I, we were both out the window. Hey, hey, like yelling at people. And, <laughs> I don't even remember this. How you doing? <laughs> Woo! Like just fucked. And yeah. we both had the giggles really bad, so yeah. we're just sitting there laughing our asses off. And and I started playing music off of my phone. Uh, I don't even remember what it was. I think yeah. I just played play some music for us. And then get this party going. And then then the guy who's driving says. Here, take this. And yeah. I remember just looking at him like, <laughs> you, what? You, what? sir. I don't, what? until I finally realized, oh, it's an aux cable. I get oh. it because the music. Sure. I so I took were, it. I thought you were looking at him like, you're fucking crazy if you're giving us control of this <laughs> No, I just didn't understand what he wanted me to do. Like, it just, it wasn't clicking. Yeah. I wasn't comprehending things. So uh, he, he, he gives it to me, and I don't think I even played a song. Like, no. I was about to plug it in, and Brando... Snatches it. <laughs> okay, whatever. I don't get it, as long as we get something. Yeah. Uh, the first song. What was the first song? It was the uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, it was New Noise by Friday Night Lights. That's also like the only real song that isn't funny in any way. But it's that. Yeah, it's yes. it's a song at the beginning of Friday Night Lights when they're doing the 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 training camp, which I has mean, a backstory of its own for you and me, right? Which I think we've told before, but there's no point in telling it now yeah. because it's just a side. It is a it, it is a friendship song. Yes. Um. So we played that, and of course that fired me up, and yeah. we were going. And then uh, what was? And the then immediately name? after that, the glass shatters. Right. Because I just kicked in right into and Stone Cold. Stone. Or at least I was. I don't. I don't remember if you were. I was drunkenly doing a horrible Stone Cold impersonation. You want to see me drinking another beer? Give me a hell yeah! I'm just like. <laughs> like just, Uber driver's just shaking like, his head. What the the fuck? fuck? Why did I give him that These cable? These guys are not on just boot. Like, because that's what I would have thought. Is that there's no way yeah. this is just alcohol? Because we're of course. 
like high pitched giggling like assholes yeah. the whole time too. Just having the time of our lives, and, and like, it's probably not even that funny. Whatever's going the on, stone cold double bird up the, the window, yeah. and like just being just <sighs> so fucked. And then we uh, we were coming around the final stretch, and we hit the. <laughs> The coup de gras, the uh... which I I remember I was already starting to do the head bob and I like I had my eyes closed, starting to kind of fall asleep a little bit. Yeah. And then I just heard the opening riff. Yeah. Of the Pokemon theme song. <laughs> and immediately just like, oh, oh, oh I wanna be the baby. <laughs> and just fucking belting it. Oh, that was an inspired. It's one of those things that just popped into my head. I was like, we were listening yep. to that, and I was like, you know what? We should listen to that. Let's do it. Fucking Pokemon themes. And we did it. And again, the cab driver or the Uber driver probably just laughed and yep. shook his head. Yeah. Dropped us off. That's right. Uh, we uh, we went upstairs without any sort of real trouble. Yep. That was fine. I remember immediately going into the apartment and going up to the, the love seat, the yep. two seated couch. Sure. Uh, and like standing with my knees, so like the back of my knees on the arm of the couch, uh-huh. and like saluting, like the John Cena salute, and just falling backwards, <laughs> so that I just like plopped on this couch, and yeah. I'm just like laying here, just fucked. You like, pulled the Brando. You couldn't even yes, get to your bed. Exactly. You just saw the couch and puke hat still on my head at this point. I've since thrown it out. But yeah, just out of it, and then uh, I did. The next part is a blur because I don't really remember. I think I like closed my eyes when I hit the pillow. No. And then the next thing I remember, and the, I think the only reason that I do remember this is because I had Snapchatted it. Yeah. Is Brando somehow wound up, no pants, yeah. no shirt, yeah. completely naked, yeah. uh, with his hand on his junk just walking around. <laughs> I'm just out of control laughing and... <laughs> I feel like, oh. and I don't remember for sure, but I feel like I took all my clothes off to go to bed, and then you were making some sort of fucking ruckus in the main room. I probably giving you the old "Don't you do it." Yeah, yeah. It's not don't time you go for to bed, bed yet. We're fucking fired up. So then I just like come out of my room, buck ass naked, yeah. hand on my junk, and just being like, "What the fuck's the problem, Warren?" <laughs> <laughs> Which at this point, I think I'd already fallen off the couch and was laying on the ground. Yeah, on a pillow. He Snapchatted that. And then uh, I don't know how long I was out in the living room because you eventually went. I went to yeah, I think I went to bed. And then I don't know how long I was out there. And then I eventually, I think I eventually went to bed or went into my bedroom to I don't know go to the bathroom or something. Yeah. And I had planned to come back out, but just like went in and like same thing, flopped on my bed and just fucking out like a light. Yeah. Boom! Immediately down goes Frazier. So <sighs> that was our Saturday. Yeah, that was a good day. <laughs> Uh, that was a good one. Fuck, were we drunk? Yeah, that was an all timer. Drunkest I've been in a long time. I'll say, say that. And and it was. I don't remember the exact number. It was more than fifteen, but less than twenty doubles this time. So. Oh yeah. Slightly slowing down in my old days. Mine was an even dozen bottles of beer, uh, and uh, it was in not a lot of time because I don't think I got there. Until That's true. You were close there. Ten uh, ish. Yeah. Yeah. Must have been. After 10, I bet, actually. Yeah. I think I rolled back into town around 9. Yeah. And then I would have had to go home. You guys let me be at home for... Mm. I bet you it was closer to 11 than anything. Yeah. There's a lot of drinks. It was fun, though. It was fun. fun. I got got a pre-drink before going out to work stuff like that, work events. Yeah. Too expensive. Because, yeah. It just... Those doubles will do that. A lot of money. If you drank... So, a double... 
is obviously the same as two beers. But yeah. think about how fast you would drink a double. How oh, fast anyone would drink less a double. Liquid. Yeah, I, exactly. They give you two like two ounces of rum yeah. and then fill the rest of the short glass with cola. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, a fraction of the amount of liquid. So even when I'm quicker. going even when I'm drinking beer at a good clip, I'm not going to drink a beer as fast as you drink one double and one double is twice as much booze. So. Right. Yeah, it is probably good that you pre-drink. But you know what? Sometimes you pre-drink and that just makes you drink the doubles faster. Which is true. Yeah. Which is true. But I think I, because I, I'm, I, I've never ever blacked out in my life. Like I know when I hit my ceiling yeah. that that's just the end of it. So if I can hit the ceiling fast enough at the bar, yeah. then I stop spending money. Fuck, I've blacked out tons of times. It's a foreign thing. I can't even yeah. imagine not remembering. Like, there's certain things that I'll forget about. Yeah, like, but like having like to a, have a stretch of like hours of nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a scary. It's a scary thing. It is. It is pretty scary. But that was our weekend. Yeah. Thanks for coming along with us. <laughs> um, and then we watched a pay per view. Well, I watched a pay per view, and you watched it eventually. But mm -hmm. yeah, Tuesday I watched make a my, lot of wrestling. Didn't make my hangover much better. I'll tell you that right now. Battleground? No. I was hungover. Yeah. And my head was fucking hurting. I ordered a pizza and I couldn't even eat like a quarter of it. Ugh. I had like three pieces and was like, well, that's the end of that. That's going in the fridge for tomorrow. That's right. That's the best I can do. It sucked, but mm -hmm. it was worth it. Yeah. It was a good time. Was a fun night. Uh, we'll do the news first and then we'll get into uh, Battleground. Do you have anything else you want to talk about from the last week? Any... Uh... Uh, no, I don't. We, we spent a lot of time already, but I will say I saw Baby Driver and mm. I saw Dunkirk, and both of those are exceptional movies. Yeah, they're both, both, of them. both on my list. Yeah. I still got to see Spider Man. Well, we still got to see We got to see Spider Man. I've been turning down invitations to see Spider Man left, right, and center. Yeah. So we can see that one. I keep forgetting, like, that it's out. I, I like just, now? it's fucked that it's the end of July already. Like, yeah. I keep thinking, no, no, that's not out till the summer. And it's like, yeah. dumbass. The summer's like half over already, for fuck's sakes. We'll go see it next week. All right, let's do the news. And now. Spanish announced table news. It is so unbelievably hot in this room. Oh, we spent to, our plan to do this podcast in 17 no, minutes I'm, just went flying through the fucking roof. Uh, we're already at 22, but... Uh. Let me tell you right now, I'm going to zip through the, the pay-per-view and the Raw and the SmackDown, so. You look like you're dying in there. It's warm. Yeah. It's very, I don't do well in the heat, and no, it is fucking hot in here. Yeah. It's so fucking yeah, like 30 degrees here today. So of all the days, to lose the AC. Yeah. All right. Let's start out with the biggest news for you Ric Flair fans, a.k.a. almost everyone who likes wrestling. <laughs> Uh, after some confusion a couple months back about the scheduled release date of 30 for 30's Nature Boy, uh, Ric Flair's documentary, obviously. We now have an official date. It's going to be Tuesday, November 7th, roughly two years after we first learned about the project. I can't believe that that was two years ago. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, we might have got our first sniff of it sure, after that. Later but than that. Yeah. I guess it became public knowledge two years ago. Huh. Uh, yeah, not a whole lot of extra details, but how many extra details you need it's a 30 for 30 about rick flair it's probably going to be exceptional um i'm stoked get into some 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 dark territory if rick flair's down for he it could. So. they could they uh, could well and if the vince is down for it too because i'm sure he's got a cosign on anything that's said about anyone that's under his watch that's right but 
I, yeah, I'm sold. He had me at 30 for 30, Ric Flair. I yep. don't really care what's in it. It's the only thing you need to know. Yep. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Brock Lesnar. Uh, first of all, there was a rumor that he had uh, entered, you guys might have talked about this. We did, yeah. Uh, entered the drug testing pool for UFC. Yep. Uh, UFC denied that, as they would. Mm. Um, then on a Facebook Live on Tuesday, uh, John Jones responded to a fan question about a possible fight with Brock Lesnar and said he would love to fight the heavyweight cha- former heavyweight champion. Quote, I would love to fight Brock Lesnar. He's a massive dude. I mean, he would be a massive draw. Really big for the sport. It'd be a challenge. That's a big old boy. I doubt Brock Lesnar would take that fight, though. And obviously, the big old boy Brock Lesnar said, Would I fight John Jones anytime, anywhere? That's his favorite line. That's he right. saying that. Uh, says right now he should be worried about DC on Saturday night. Because that's the thing. I mean, and that I had heard your boy Meltzer talk about that was the plan. It was late December. Yep. Uh, they wanted something for that pay-per-view, and the plan was him and Johnny Bones Jones. But if he loses to Cormier on Saturday, do you still do that? Yeah, I don't know if that... I mean, I'm and not a like, big UFC guy, but I feel like that loses a lot of cachet. John Jones fights light heavyweight. And he cuts to get to 205, probably walks around at 230. Mm. But that's still 30 pounds that you're giving up on a cut Lesnar who probably walks around at closer to 300. Yeah. So you're looking at a 60-ish pound difference between the two. I don't know why John Jones would take that fight. Of course Lesnar would. He gets to destroy one of the bigger names. But if I'm John Jones, I'm going, yeah, I don't. That's If I'm going to jump up to heavyweight, it's not going to be against that guy. I just want Brock Lesnar to fight someone light enough that he can have five. Sure. That makes sense. So if this is that fight. And uh, the USADA testing pool, yeah, if you want to get back into the UFC, you need to be in there for five months. Mm. So the five-month period from the end of July would line up to the end of December. So that timeline works out perfectly. But right. he needs to officially go into the testing pool like this week if they do want to make that end of December happen. Yeah, so. there you go. Now he's in there. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Uh, John, John Cena came out and cleared, because we've been talking about the whole free agent thing. We're like, well, okay, so John Cena's a free agent. Why is he a free agent? He's Ever since he announced he's a free agent, he's been exclusively on SmackDown, working exclusively SmackDown programs, and it looks like he will be leading up to SummerSlam. Um... John Cena said the reason that he wants to be a free agent, the reason that uh, they granted the request, is that he doesn't know if he'll be available for SmackDown-specific or Raw-specific only dates as his days kind of linger in the WWE. He said, I am uh, I just turned 40 in April, and we have so many young and talented performers. I don't know how many years I have left. So in the time I have left, I'm going to do what I can do, what I can to dedicate to this company. I just want to be able to do the most time that I possibly can. So it sounds like he wants the option to just be able to do Mondays when he can do Mondays, do Tuesdays when he can do Tuesdays. Yep. Work whoever he wants to work. Exactly. Whenever he um, wants to work. Which I can understand that because no one has a schedule like John Cena. Of course. So. And you can give him the free reign to do what he wants to exactly. do. Exactly. And you don't want to get into the situation where John Cena is like, well, I'm busy for the next five Tuesdays. You want me to just stay at home? Yeah, and then you write or do him you, off. Or and... do you want me, when I'm available, to come and do Mondays. five Mondays? Yeah. So, there Well, you go. there's actually two free agents now as well. Because mm. if you were watching WWE Raw this week closely, you will have noticed that Renee Young was on the programming yet again. And oh, uh, WWE has put out a statement 
saying that she will appear on both SmackDown and uh, Raw moving forward. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all it says. Well, there you so go. The two people a, bigger than the draft. Yeah, you're damn John right. Cena Although, and Renee Young. She was never actually drafted. That's true. Which, but anyways. Yeah. I she, mean, those camera guys, they're the exact same for both shows, too. So. It's true. Some people are just doing double duty. And her husband, fiance, boyfriend, whatever they are, is on Raw as well. So. Yeah, that works. They can get a little, go quickie in before the match. <laughs> okay. That's sex. Yep. Um, lastly and leastly, ESPN celebrated the teams and athletes to give back to their communities during the 2017 Sports Humanitarian Awards that aired on Tuesday night. Stephanie McMahon was one of three recipients for the Stuart Scott Inspire Award for the WWE's work through the Connors Cure Charity. Nice. The charity is named for Connor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a good look, I guess. Yep. She gets in there. She gets uh, some good FaceTime. Good, sure. And it's a good charity. I'm I'm happy for Connor. Uh, okay, the only thing I have is uh, the next season, which is season seven of Total Divas already, which is Good fucked. God, uh, will feature Carmella and Alexa Bliss. They have yeah, you the might as well just keep chumping them in there, eh? Uh, and another update in the Paige Del Rio bullshit. <laughs> Yep, that's um, well said. San Antonio PD confirms no warrant for Paige. There was an originally a warrant for Del Rio, mm -hmm. and then there was rumors that they had taken that away and placed a warrant on Paige. Yep. There's no warrants. For anyone. How that works out. So. They've, they've, they've just, I mean, what, like, there shouldn't be, well, there shouldn't be warrants for someone throwing a drink in someone's face and then both of them storming, storming off and making a scene. Mm -hmm. If that is all that it was, then... This is the Good. right. This yes. is the right decision. They made the right call. Yeah. All right, let's do raw. Now get the guns, nope. The let's not do raw. <laughs> let's do battleground. <laughs> <laughs> Abrupt stop. Uh, it was Sunday, and I did not watch the pre-show match. Aiden English and Ty Dillinger, but apparently Aiden English won. Who knew? Nine forty-five. I like. Can you? What is going on with Ty Dillinger, man? Yeah, they, they, like he's on the pre-show. Which is not good for a start, but he kind of feels like a pre-show guy right now. Sure, that's fine. But the fact that it's not like pre-shows, like, not Tyler Dillinger's not going to squash guys, but it, it, the fact that it's not just them feeding him pre-show victories while he gets ready for the, for some sort of push to the mid-card or something, it is kind of sad. Yeah, and it just, like, the guy was so hot when you brought him in, the 10 mm -hmm. thing was so over, and then even on SmackDown this week when he came out, people were kind of like, yeah, 10. Because they booked him into oblivion where people don't care about him anymore. If they would have capitalized on it and ran with it, he probably would have been good. But I wonder who there is to wrestle in oblivion. I'm trying to think of a witty wrestler that would make sense based on his name. But Abyss. There you go. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, the first match of the night. <laughs> Literally the one <laughs> that you can do. Uh, was the best match of the night. It was the tag team Title match, New Day against the Usos, Kofi and Xavier Woods with Big E at ringside in this one. Uh, we went 13 minutes and 50 seconds, and I think there was about 13 and a half false finishes in this one as well. Yeah. It was ridiculous the was, amount of stuff they were doing. This match was so good. It was good because you didn't have it, like you didn't know for sure who was going to win. There wasn't something that you knew from the next pay per view that they were building towards. It was two teams, you could see them both winning. They were doing good false finishes, great spots. The one where they super kicks uh, Kofi coming off the top rope was insane. Um, match, yeah. match of the night 
for sure far and away, which is always kind of sad when you get it first and then it's just downhill. And you kind of knew at the time, too. You're like, yeah. Uh -oh. I don't see a lot left on this card that might. <laughs> I thought, well, maybe Styles and Owens would yep. be pretty good. And Styles and Owens was, for no. the most part, the a good match yep. until the end. Uh, but yeah, that super kick was fucking like perfect, like shades of Michaels and Shelton Benjamin level yep. of you got that foot exactly where it needed to be. Yeah. Uh, arguably, could have finished the match there for sure. me, uh, but as you said with the logic of having one title flip or what was supposed to be, I think only one title flip uh, that made a lot of sense. But anyways, the, uh, the new day wins. So they are new WWE SmackDown tag team championship and Kofi uh, champions rather. And Kofi Kingston becomes the first wrestler to have won the world, the WWE, the WWE unified, the WWE Raw, and the WWE SmackDown Championships. Every tag title that's been there since he's been there. Yep, all of them. Impressive. Him. And I got to watch him win one live with Evan Bourne. Oh, there you go. I was not at that show, I don't think. It was pretty good. It was pretty, pretty good. Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, Baron Corbin. Fuck, it smells in here. It, felt, it just smells like B.O. <laughs> it smell and like, like milk? Because that maybe might be that's where it. that yeah. smell was permeating from. Uh, 12 minutes, 25 seconds for Shinsuke and Baron. Uh, this match ended in a disqualification, which uh, in which uh, Corbin low blow him. Yeah, yeah, he what was going for. He was behind him, getting to do that inverted exploder. Right, and yeah, he just gave him the old mule kick to the so balls, the Ric Flair special. Shinsuke picks up the win via disqualification. That's right. This match looked like it was about to get going yeah. at the time that this happened, so I was kind of disappointed. It still was. I mean, it it wasn't horrible, no. but it was still a little. Just looked like they weren't clicking, and mm -hmm. I don't know if the communication. I mean, obviously, communication would be tough. Sure. For a guy that kind of doesn't fully speak English, and mm. but and they did some better things on SmackDown. Like you never want to see them give you the same match but better on mm. the free TV after. But that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um. I still just haven't seen it from Shinsuke yet. No, me hey, like since that Sami Zayn match. No, it, uh, yeah, and, and and I get that that was, like, our match of the year for, mm -hmm. for some of us on the podcast anyway, and it, it's going to be tough to ever even go up, like, reach that again, but yeah, it feels like it hasn't even been close for him. It's tough. And part of him, it, he seems like a guy that needs vocal crowds, right? Like, that's kind of part of his, his shtick is getting the crowds all chanting yep. and cheering and singing the song and, and building up with his... Is like head on the chest thing and popping at the right times, and yeah. the most crowds aren't going to know all that shit. The one thing um, that I picked up on, and it might have just been a coincidence, but it seemed like on the TV leading up to this show, they had intentionally cut his entrance out on SmackDown, where you would just see him in the ring, or they'd come back from commercial, and I know it's different with us watching it in Canada, because they don't run the commercials in the States, mm -hmm. or they run it during commercials in the States, um, but it's kind of a brilliant move when the one thing you want to see from this guy is the entrance, so it makes you want to see it even more mm -hmm. on the pay-per-view, and you got it here, but then they also did it again on SmackDown, so it might have yeah. just been a coincidence that sure. it lined up that way, but... Uh, after that was the women's match, uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Lana, Tamina, and Natalia in a number one contenders match to become the number one contender for the women's championship at SummerSlam. Um, it was weird because <laughs> we went eight minutes with no eliminations mm -hmm. and then we got three in less than a minute. Yep. 8.08, Tamina tapped out to the disarmer. 8.27, Lana tapped out to the disarmer. 
And then 8.40, Becky Lynch tapped out, uh, sorry, was rolled up by Natalia, um, leaving Natalia and Charlotte as the final two, to which I thought, because this was going to be a big one for the title, yep. for our title. Right. Uh, and I thought I had it in the bag. But then Natalia actually picks the win, which yeah. in hindsight, after I watched it and thought about it, I went, that makes a lot of sense yeah. because it's a babyface champion and you've already done Charlotte and you've already, you know, you, Natalia was really the only option left. Yeah. Especially out of those two. Because for they, me, I didn't see them giving that ball to Tamina. Which is why I picked right. Lana because I, I th- there's a thing in my head and there's a thing in all in our heads when we go into these matches where he's like, well, Natalia's not going to win because yeah. Natalia never wins. So then it became between Lana and Tamina, and I, I could I was really buying into that. Tamina fucking does all the work and lays down, and then lays down. Not even lay down, but Tamina does all the work, and then Lana somehow steals it from her. Sure, like fucking gets that roll up late or mm. yeah. Um, I didn't think the match was horrible. It was just weird that they did. Yeah, eight minutes it was and like, then three in a minute. It was like a fatal five way match. Yeah, and then a singles match, and they just Real paid no attention to anything in between. Yeah, very strange. Um, uh, and then we had Kevin Owens and AJ Styles for the United States Championship. Uh, seventeen minutes fifty seconds in in as you said a good match that mm-hmm. was going on. Um, you had the spot where Owens. Threw Styles from his shoulder into the ref, thus bumping the ref, thus knocking him down. Mm-hmm. That's um, always the start of some shenanigans. There was a couple submissions, but there was no tap out or like the pin that, oh, if the ref was alive, this would have been a three. Sure. And then he had him, he, Owens had Styles in the cross face, and then Styles flipped it into a cross face of his own. And then Owens rolled him up, and the ref counted to three. Very slowly, like an injured ref <laughs> like, would count to three. I'm stirring one, two. Like it, it yeah. was the stereotypical, but but on a roll up, like on a spot that is supposed to come out of nowhere, where you roll the guy up, the ref slides in, bang, 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 and then Styles gets up like, oh shit, what just happened? Except this was like a six second three count. Yeah, where you're sitting there watching Styles not even really struggle to get out. Right. And you're like, Styles, you, sh- you should probably get that shoulder up. It It's yeah. okay. Now it's at two. Are you going to kick out? No. Okay. Uh, okay. And the match is over. Right. You should have got that shoulder up. <laughs> I immediately, because uh, I was watching it with Monchi, and I said to him, like, I don't know if that was supposed to happen. Because once Owens walks past the announce table... Uh, like immediately slides out of the ring and walks past there. And I just looking at them and they're all kind of just like wide eyed staring at him, Mm -hmm. clearly waiting for Vince or whoever to get in their ear and tell them what the fuck they're supposed to do because they have no direction for what they just saw. Yep. Because clearly Styles' shoulders were down. So part of me wonders if maybe he was supposed to kick out and the ref was supposed to count three anyway, like get the right shoulder up that was farthest away from the referee so he couldn't see it in his dazed state. Right, because that was the other thing that we said is they didn't justify having a ref bump. Right, there like was something there. Something always happens during the ref bump that's there, the reason why the ref had the bump. And there wasn't nothing that tap out. There wasn't that one, Low two, blow. three pin. There the, ref, or the crowd counts. Yeah, and there wasn't Chair the, the shot. cheating. Yeah. Nothing. And so, at the end of the day, it was just like, why'd the ref take that bump? Nothing and happened. They didn't show a replay of any angles of the pin mm. or of the finish. 
It was all fucking. Owens grabbed the title, got halfway up the ramp, and they just boom onto the next thing. So mm. I think this was a fuck up. Me too. It was. I don't think. I think the title was supposed to change. You think so? I do, but I think it was supposed to be something that they came back to on SmackDown. Sure. And Here's made this rematch based on. His shoulder the, got up. Yeah, he was clearly up. Yeah. But they had to just roll with this because. Right. Uh, and obviously, because of the Nakamura match when ending the way it did, I think this card suffered because then this also happened where it was an abrupt yeah. ending. It of was a, two very deflating oh, endings. That sucks. Uh, and then, <laughs> oh boy, 21 minutes of the flag match between John Cena and Rusev. I hated this. Mm. This was horrible. Mm. Like, the, it's, it's a match within a match. Right? It's a, okay, you got the flag out, but now you also got to take it up to this podium with steps with a little flag holder thingy yep. that you have to put your flag into. So, like, Rusev gets his flag first, and I don't know if the crowd was made aware of the rules because they kind of popped. Like, yeah. oh, shit. And then it's, Rusev no, no, won. It's not over yet. It's far from over. Uh, and then Cena grabs it. And, like, I understand that you should never put logic into wrestling, but my God, why are you just fucking put the flag in there? Mm -hmm. They're like three feet away from it with both flags right there. The only thing that I did like was Rusev when he grabbed the stand in which you're supposed to put the flag into. Yeah, and just like, took it away. Thank you. That yeah. makes Throw that into the crowd somewhere. Like, right. That's brilliant, but... You can literally prevent this man from ever winning the match if you just get rid of that thing. It was so frustrating. Just yeah. to be like, this why? Why why is this happening? And we and we always talk about watching ladder matches with people who had never watched wrestling before, where they'll get everyone down and then it'll be like, oh, they won. And then they'll the, the person who doesn't watch wrestling will see how slowly they're climbing the ladder. Yeah. And be like, Are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, Yeah, I know, no, no. Like they climb the ladder like 15 times. They get to the top of it probably a good five times before they ever get that boat right. down. Uh and you just yeah. you just get that because you're a wrestling fan. And they don't. But this is that taken to such an extreme where it's like, oh, he knocked down Rusev. John Cena gets up. He's holding the flag a few feet from the thing. Put the fucking thing in there, John. Exactly. You it's not hard. You, you bench press how much and you can't fucking put the. Don't need to walk up the steps either. Just no, just stick it in there. Reach out there and put that thing in. That's all you got to. Good Lord. Got to do. But yeah, anyways, that really, really sucked. Uh, Cena won, in case I didn't say that. Mm. I don't understand why this needed to happen on the pay-per-view. It should have just happened that first night, July the 4th. Yep. Rusev's back. Cena's back. Let's, let's do a flag, flag match. match. Because on a card where you have yet another match within a match in the Punjabi prison match, mm -hmm. it just felt so fucking dumb to just have both these matches so close to each other that it's just fucking ripping my hair out. So frustrated that I have to sit through this garbage. Mm. I hated it. Uh, Zayn and Canellas had a match, which was seven minutes, and it really wasn't anything much. Uh, Zayn, in what I thought was a surprise one, I think we all picked yeah. Canellas there. And and part of me wondered because Canellas won the first one, and I was like, well, maybe they don't want him winning a bunch in a row over mm -hmm. Zayn. But it kind of feels like they might be booking him to be a little more on the jobby end than yeah, like maybe like a which real easily hateable jobby heel. Yeah. Anyways, uh, they've not uh, they've not handled his debut well. As far as I'm concerned. Then the main event was the Punjabi prison match. 27 minutes and 40 seconds this thing went. That's a really long time for any match involving Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal. Mm -hmm. And again, a Let match. Let alone one where I can't see what's happening sometimes. Right. <laughs> a match within a match where 
the one part ends where normally in a cage match, once you escape the cage, you're done. Yeah. But now there's a second cage. Yeah, Same way in the flag cage. match where normally when you take the thing off the pole, you win. Yeah. But now you have to go put it in. Like it just, and you know what? The same thing. If you were lucky enough to be the first guy out of that cage when all those doors lock, doesn't matter. Nope. Because Randy Orton's going to be fucking right there with you two seconds later. And I have not watched either of the other two Punjabi prison matches, but yeah. you've said in the yeah, other two. In one of them, it, the exact same thing. Yeah. Where everyone's like freaking out because they're like, he's locked in the first game. There's no way out. The doors are locked. Mm. And then he just like steps over and is like all of a sudden in the lead to get out. And you're like, oh, that first cage wasn't very hard to get out of as it turns out when you're alone. There and fucking jump. Yeah. Like that's I'm, all you needed to do. I'm not kidding. Two perfectly got. If, if everyone's at full stamina, smart strategy. Let that guy get out of the cage, sure. and then just climb the first one and oh, jump over, and you're you you're win. way ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, and again, just frustrating with the four doors, and they have a, a minute for each door once it's open before it closes permanently, mm-hmm. and just fucking frustrating and like yeah and i i always and when sometimes it's done well and it and you enjoy it but for me i've always had this thing about let's design a match that the gimmick is well at least people aren't going to interfere and then have like an abundance of interference Mm. like they were in that thing for half the match they grabbed randy orton's leg like five times each granted there was a fucking great bump that he took uh, through that announce table but for the most part, it was just like, okay, so this is just like still a handicap yeah, match. Yeah, because they were hiding. They were hiding under the ring. Orton, when the last door was open, he hit an RKO, um, and then the Singh brothers, who were hiding under the ring, came and pulled Mahal out of the door, and Orton didn't get out before the door closed. Mm. Um, and then he did the from the inside cage to the outside cage and almost beat him. And um, yeah, the bump was essentially. Not the same level of Shane McMahon, but no. hanging off the outside of the cage through the announce table. He bounced off that thing. No. Like, he he took a bump. It was pretty good. I liked that part. It was it was closer to the, the women's Hell in a Cell bump where yes. they were both on the yeah. side and kind of banging their head. And... Yeah. Um, and then uh, Orton was about to win. Mahal's music hits again, and out comes the great Kali. <laughs> Which Who I knew? Just, Warren is the answer. I just shook my head and went, yep. Same same reaction as when my hat fell in the puke. Yep. Sure. Yep. Keep your not? hands off my Punjabi prison. So he shakes it. And actually, Orton was really good at, like, he was halfway out. Yeah. Like, one leg in, one leg out on yeah. the top. And then did, like, a flip. Right. Where he, he was, like, now all of a sudden inside and halfway down the cage. It like, was a great was, sell for yes. what looked like... It could have very easily been like him like climbing down quickly because he's like, oh, I'm falling. Right. No, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, and then he just kind of, Kali reached through and choked him until Jinder climbed and jumped over and won. So wasn't clean by no, any means, but, but it is what? It's a Punjabi prison match. Right. So nothing's. It's Punjabi prison rules. Yep. Shank someone with a piece of bamboo. I did not like this pay per view. This no. was by far the worst pay per view of the year. I've seen people on Twitter. Saying it was December to dismember level of bad. Woo. I wouldn't go quite that far. <laughs> That's, you can't take back those words. But it's one of the worst I've seen in a while. I'll I'll agree with them there. Um, my favorite part of Battleground was like the graphic, like the opening video and the graphics with all the fucking face paint and shit. Yeah, sure. I was like, oh, this is all really cool, really well done. I got the Rusev flag on his face yeah. and the, and all these people like representing their like team colors for their tag teams and then. 
and then the pay-per-view started and it wasn't very good. Yeah. So. Um yeah, it wasn't good. I, if you haven't watched it, don't. It would be my my best sure. offer. If you're going to watch anything, watch the tag team match because that yep. is on my list for and then candidates for match of the year. Watch the SmackDown after mm-hmm. in which there was a like complete rematch and something rematch plus one. Yep. Uh, that were both better than the the pay-per-view equivalents. Exactly. All right, now it's time for Monday Night Raw. Now get the guns, the drugs, from my generation, I'll take the fall. The saints, and across the nation, and it's a sense to cut the face of fraud that messing with me. Verizon Center, Washington, D.C. was home for Monday Night Raw this week. Uh, The show opened with Kurt Angle announcing the main event of SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar will defending his Universal Championship against... And then Samoa Joe. Was it Samoa Joe first? Oh, I can't remember. It was all of them. (laughs) Yes, I think it was Samoa Joe came out first. Uh, no, Braun came out first. Braun came out and first. said the next Braun. words out of your mouth, which was great. Yeah. It was great. The, you, well, <laughs> the opponent for Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam will be. <laughs> I liked the the transition of that. That was and, really funny. And when he's roaring, he's saying Braun. Right. Yeah. So it's the next opponent will be like a, Braun. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I enjoyed that. Uh, he talked for a bit, and then Joe came out. Uh, and he pleaded his case, and then Reigns came out, and uh, Reigns said a bunch of stuff, and it's a fatal four-way. Yeah. The best part, the best moment is when Kurt Angle's like, I've changed my mind again. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're like, okay. You're very easily swayed, It wasn't Kurt. that hard at all. Yeah. And then he's like, it will be Samoa Joe, and mm. then like holds for like disappointment, and Aww. everyone's just like, everyone's just like, we know it's a it's fail four-way. It's all four, Kurt. Just say it. <laughs> um, they brawled afterwards. Uh, they had security come out. Props to the one security guard that took that ball. Oh, to the straight, straight to the outside. <laughs> Braun launched this guy lawn dart style, and he went from the inside to the outside. Didn't touch the ropes. Landed. Oh, no one catching fuck. him. <laughs> that was about whatever indie wrestler that was. Maybe that was just a legit stunt man. Maybe. <laughs> Either way, well done, sir. Tip of our sat pod cap to That's you. Right. You covered. Uh, <laughs> um, I liked the battle. I liked the 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 whole. They needed the whole locker room to come out, and even they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it made it feel big, yep. which is great. And I loved 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 that Corey Graves was going. Don't forget. We still got to add Brock Lesnar into this yeah, match, which makes you go, holy shit, right, like this, this is just, what's going to happen. This seems like the four big powder kegs yeah. that are going to explode. And Brock Lesnar is probably the biggest that you could describe powder keg of them all, where he's sure. just like fucking flying and they're just chucking people. Like it's it's gonna it's gonna be a battle. Yeah. Which is good. I'm stoked on this match. Oh, me too. They sold me on this three weeks ago, so yeah. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Um this is, this is big. A lot of big hosses. Yeah, and they let Braun stand tall in this one here. He yep. uh, slammed everyone, yep. and then walked Finished out. Finished off with a power slam for Roman, and it was good. Yelled Great. Braun all the way to the back. Pretty good opening segment, as far yes. as I was concerned. Agree. Uh, we had an ODQ match between Elias Samson and Finn Balor. Uh, Samson saying beforehand was interrupted by Balor as pre the usual. Mm-hmm. Um, Balor appeared to have the match won when Bray Wyatt interfered. Uh, the lights went out with the usual bat sound effect. The bleh. 
Um, and then I love this is the best way they've done this because the lights came back on and he was already in the clutches of the sister Abigail and yeah. he didn't kiss him or anything. Nope. He just immediately didn't hold boom. him at all. Yeah, it lights was, came back on. Boom. It was it was a great like kind of almost scary visual of yeah. Bray already standing there looking right in the camera laughing yeah. into an immediate impact undone. Samson rolls over there, puts one arm on him, and gets the win. And then a lot, like, Bray Wyatt did a lot of his fucking little spider crawl. Yes. Um, And th- this was the kind of segment where I was like, God, Bray could be so good if he gets the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we're getting the demon, right? Like, that's just where this that's, is headed. Uh, that's the only thing they can... Because we haven't got him yet, have we, since the, since the Universal title no, no. match? Yeah. Since he came back, he's not done or even hinted at it so and what if even king oh fuck yeah i was gonna say you you want the big match at SummerSlam, so he should do it but i was gonna be like maybe you do it on tv once where he comes out as regular balor and can't beat bray right and then whether it's bray saying no i you gotta i want to bring it out of you if you're gonna beat me or if it's just finn being like i got I got one more trick up my sleeve. Yeah. That would be great for him to come out as the demon and then almost certainly beat Bray Wyatt because Bray Wyatt does not win matches at pay-per-views. Yeah, it's very true. Um, Emma and Nia Jax had a match. Uh, this was made when Emma randomly walked up to Kurt Angle backstage, um, said that everyone else is being given opportunities and she isn't. Maybe mm-hmm. she's going to start dating his son. This is, it's like a sitcom. It is. It's like, okay, they've announced the new son. <laughs> right. So now let's do the episode where the new son gets the girlfriend threat. Yeah. And then now, oh, now let's do the first, let's do the one where Kurt Angle teaches him how to ride a bike. Sure. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Anyways, uh, he books the match with Nia Jax, uh, who then proceeded to squash her. She did this crazy somersault senton. Yeah, it was supposed to be a senton, mm-hmm. but she... <laughs> Like, you're supposed to hit ass, because the ass is the first thing that hits, yes. right? When you do a move like that, right. you're supposed to hit that on the opposite side of the body. Right, and then the back hits the body with not as much force. But she landed full force yeah. with her ass right on the abdomen, Yeah, and they had to literally get a spatula out to get Emma off of the man. Right, like, there was, it was literally three referees <laughs> with a big, giant, comically Jesus. big spatula. It's like your head did, just didn't pop. Oh, it was fuck. Like, like a very like a, like a champagne cork into the fucking. It's front good. Row. We've been saying that she needs a more impactful yeah. finisher, and right. for her to do something as athletic as that as a big girl, that yep. that's great. Yes, it's good. But she, my God, does she need to learn how to do it safely? Yeah, though. we don't want her to kill people. <sighs> that's it was alarming. I rewound and watched it four or five times just because, just full force of her at high speed dropping on her, but. Um, Akira Tozawa wanted a match with Aria Davari, but Titus O'Neil canceled it. Tozawa came to the ring anyway, where he's interrupted by Neville. The two brawled, and then Davari showed up and attacked them both. There you go. And stood tall at the end of this, too. So Yeah, good good, good for Davari, but boy, I, I struggled to... Don't care. I, I, I was in a fucking real good mood watching Raw, uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this 205 Live stuff. Yeah. But it is always when the segment comes up, it is consciously in my head. I was like, There's, this is the most skippable thing. Right. On the program. On a three-hour show. Right. When I shouldn't be watching three hours to begin with. Because it's isolated. You know that they're not going to go out and work other guys, so it's not like you need to know their, yep. know what's going on with them just in case they're like, oh, we're going to attack Kevin Owens or something. Like, right. They, you know that if you just didn't watch any of that, you're fine. You'd be okay and just get one probably high athleticism match at a pay-per-view. Exactly. 
Uh, number one contender match, Bailey and Sasha Banks. Uh, Banks hit Bailey with a frog splash. Quote, unquote, it was more just a splash. He didn't really, like, Not a lot of frog tuck the legs nope. as you should. Um, Bailey was able to counter the pin into one of her own to win the match. Bailey will now face Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam. You had uh, Alexa Bliss come out. They did a little face-to-face. There was no interaction with Sasha after this match. No handshake, no hug, or anything. Sasha just kind of rolled out, and then Alexa came out. So, mm. I don't know what that means, but... Who knows? I still think they are going to go down the route of Sasha and uh, and Bailey. Yep. Sasha. I maybe. thought they were going to do Screws that, like, her. eight months ago, but... Yep. Well, we all did. Here we are. Uh, Jason Jordan had his first match. Uh, did not have new music, which was a little disappointing. I really want them to do... What like the, what, exactly what you said? What they did for Charlotte Flair, Kurt Angle remix, but for Jason Jordan, like yeah. that, like a hip hop style version of Kurt Angle's theme. Kurt Angle's theme, like something where you can just like you can tell it's there, like a sample, but of it's it. almost a different song. Like not even so much as Charlotte's, yeah, like just a little like, oh, oh shit, well, who's doing that right even now? Even if it's just at the start, yeah, like just the horns of the like that somehow mixed into a, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I was going to say there was something. We were just talking about this the other day, and it's, it's a Rains. bad pod. What was it? The Reigns one with Taz? No, 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 no. Oh. Not like that. But it was it was something where it was like, oh, if you if you listen, you can actually hear their old music in it or something like that. And I can't remember what it was. Mm. I feel like that was with you. Maybe that was with someone else. Not Maybe I dreamt else. it. <laughs> Maybe. I might have dreamt it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jason Jordan was up against Kurt Hawkins. Uh, he threw him around a whole bunch, which was cool. Uh-huh. Uh, he definitely has the eye for intensity. Yeah. Oh, very because good. Because the man is, uh, the man, you know, threw the straps down and yep. he's, he's intense yep. and throws people around. It really wasn't anything that was like, wow, this was cool. But yeah. I don't think you're going to get that for the first match from him. So that's right. He won. There you go. He beat Kurt go. Hawkins. Showing his intelligence. That's right. Uh, the Revival, um, how did this start? The Revival came out and cut a promo, right? I took horrible notes on Monday, Uh, I'm sorry, um, I'm the worst. uh, They were cutting a promo first. Yeah, they... About being top guys. Yes, yeah, 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 because Charlie brought them out to interview them. Right, yes. Yeah, and then then they said, yo, we got this, Charlie, get to stepping. Uh, they cut a promo about, uh... Beating the Hardys. Yeah, how dope they were. Being, uh, wanting to get the titles, yada, yada. Then the club interrupted them yep. and came out and cut like a baby face level, like yep. crowd chanted nerds with them. Yeah, literally said uh, Washington, D.C. is a good brothers. Yeah, like, like full on like, with their own catchphrases. Pure, pure baby face. Worked at this into time. being a baby yeah. face, which was, I thought the same thing that you Almost did. Almost got whiplash. Me. I was like, what? All right, what? we're just going to flip these guys. That's cool. Yep. And then uh, they had a match in which the Revival won. Hardy Boys showed up distracting the Revival. Uh, the club tossed the Revival out of the ring, but then they were also distracted by the Hardys. The Revival attacked them from behind, hit a shadow machine to win the match. After the match, the Hardys and uh, the Revival brawled together. So mm. All the, the fact that, that the club were distracted by the Hardys <laughs> leads me to think that they are still heels. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to build this tag division as like there's four contenders that are right, all exactly. right at the top. Like maybe that's and, what they're going for. Yeah, and maybe it'll be a multi-tag match or something. So Yeah. Who we knows? didn't even see Sheamus and Zara other no. than they were looking at the TV backstage. Right. As, um, <laughs> as they do. But 
yeah. Anyways, the bar, as they're called. Um, handicap match was your main event. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins defeated The Miz, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas. Ambrose pinned Miz with the dirty deeds. After the match, Rollins offered a shield style fist bump, but Ambrose refused it. That's all I got. Yeah. Do you think we're heading that way? Or do you think do you think this is a, a, a storyline written to lead to Ambrose and Seth Rollins feuding? Or do you think it's a storyline written to lead to a shield reunion? Because I think it goes one of two ways. I would say probably at this point more of uh, Ambrose and Rollins feud. Yeah. Maybe you finally turn Ambrose somewhere on this line. Yeah. Um, where him continuing to refuse the offer of friendship from the guy who turned on him somehow ends up just turning him. Sure. He's like, no, fuck that guy. He's a dick. And everyone's like, oh, but look, he's trying. He's a nice yeah. guy now. He's no, it's a nice him. organic heel turn. And he just becomes a dick because he's being a dick to the guy who's now nice. Yeah. Um, just because I think they want to keep Reigns doing main event stuff for the next yeah. little while. Like that shield, it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm not saying that it won't happen, but I think it, there's probably a higher chance of. And, and, and the way you build towards Rollins and Ambrose is keeping shield reunion top of mind, teasing us right. with it. So that it's still in our heads that when it finally does happen, you go, yeah, okay, we're the fucking, I'm ready. Let's do you this. You don't really need the shield until you get Bray Wyatt with the broken hearties anyway. <laughs> very, very good point. Uh, studs and duds. Oh. I'll give my um, dud to the fucking squash, literal squash of Emma. <laughs> Jesus, the poor girl. Uh, I will give my dud to... Shoot, uh, I'm going to say uh, that tag team segment just because I couldn't remember what happened at all. Weird, yeah. Uh, I'll give my stud to the way they handled the Bray Wyatt interference, that fucking visual of the lights coming back on and him hitting that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tremendous, tremendous. Uh, I will give my stud to that opening segment, getting me all fired up for the SummerSlam match. Perfect. All right, let's do SmackDown. Coliseum in Rich what? Richmond. Rich what? Richmond. I don't know if it's that Richmond, but... I tied that shoe. <laughs> it's a Richmond. Tell you that right now. I tied that. <laughs> I tied that shit. <laughs> what is he? Are you out of your mind? Have you all <laughs> lost your minds? <laughs> Hanging on to his jersey. Fucking great movie. Coach Carter. Uh, the show opened with Kevin Owens celebrating his U.S. title win. I love, love, love. And I know I've said this before, and I will continue to say it for as long as he has this thing. Stick. He doesn't walk on his own face. He purposely goes around. Yeah. I fucking love that. Yeah. That's it's very such a, hockey logo. Yes, it's a Canadian yeah. like hockey. You don't walk on the hockey logo, right? Yeah. I fucking love that. Such a great touch. Because who else would think of that, right? No. You just make your entrance and do what you do. But he goes, changes it up because his face is there, and you don't want to walk on your own face. Yeah. Uh, saying he would reinstate the United States uh, Open Challenge right next week, which was <laughs> tremendous. I liked the way that he said that. I love how the United States Open Challenge has been like an actual thing for like a yeah. month and a half now, it was but so it's hot. so not been an Open Challenge <laughs> really the whole time. Yeah, Gable was the last one to yeah. actually accept it. And then I think AJ, did AJ have one? Oh, that was the Gable one, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I thought Kevin Owens had one too. Cena was going to have one with AJ, and then it didn't happen. I'm stepping on my own argument here. Um, United States, AJ Styles came out, said he wanted his U.S. championship rematch, and then 
Chris Jericho made his return, which I did not see coming at nope, all. Me neither. Um, the man is always perfect at surprising us. He had the fucking just atrocious headband on, which you put it perfectly. He knew. Yep. He knows that that's, that's what people are going to talk about. Yep. When the tweets are good, when they look at the tweets at the end of the night, the and most tweeted thing is going to be Jericho's headband. That's how the scarf started too, because he wore the scarf one time. Yeah. And he even said, I think on his podcast that like. I knew that's, yeah. that's what people are going to talk about. So that's why I do it. So right. it was genius. Well, he looked like such a dumbass, but in the best way possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, he said he also wanted his rematch. Uh, Owens then tried to leave as he was going to put AJ on the list. He did a whole shtick about uh, putting some random guy who cut in line at the supermarket into the walls of Jericho it's in front of a can of thing. corns. It made me think of Austin fighting <laughs> yes, Booker T exactly. in the supermarket. <laughs> Uh, Owens then kind of just snuck up the ramp. Uh, Jericho called him out, and then Shane came out and made a triple threat main event, which I went, oh, okay, they're really going at SummerSlam. Like, we yep. got this big, massive fatal four-way. You got Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, and AJ Styles for a mid-card title on SmackDown. Like, that's that's you. No, no, no. That's no. going to happen tonight. That's, and, tonight. Uh, that's, a, that's a heck of a main event. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin had their rematch. Um, yeah. It got finished, which was nice. Yeah, I thought this was a pretty decent match. Shinsuke won. I thought it was, yeah, better uh, better communication from both sides. Yeah, they got... I thought Corbin was bumping well for him. Yeah, I thought it was good. Dodged, um, dodged some feet, Yep, which always looks cool in wrestling. Uh, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch defeated Lana and Tamina. Flair knocked Tamina off the ring apron and then hit Lana with a big boot to get the pin, and then uh, Tamina walked past Lana upset that she had lost. Yeah, she's starting to she get frustrated it. with Lana's ineptitude. But I think this is the right thing to do with Lana. Like, I think it is a good idea to, like, people know she can't wrestle. Sure. People know she's way behind the eight ball on, yep. on in-ring skill. So if you really need her out there, which I would could still argue that you don't, uh, if you really want her out there, then, then play into that. Kind of like you were going to do with Eva Marie, where yep, you were exactly. just going to make her this not wrestling well, diva. I thought I thought Lana, her look of pure shame but also a little bit of fear for Tamina as she walked yeah. by like it was she nailed that look of yeah I tried I'm sorry but might, also like oh god don't kill me she might she knows yeah <laughs> well the fans like her so although they were chanting you can't wrestle at her so maybe they're starting to know I don't think they like her as a wrestler I think they like her maybe looking for at her. some other reasons yeah uh, Jinder Mahal came out to the ring. They teased this all night that he, <laughs> Jinder Mahal will demand a SummerSlam opponent yeah. tonight. It was such a weird way to like, no shit. Like, of course he right. wants a He's fucking. He's going to get one whether he wants one or not anyway. Demands it. Uh, John Cena's music hit. He came out. He said he's the only person in the company who would actually say congratulations to Mahal. But he also promised to capture his 17 world cha- uh, 17th world championship at SummerSlam. Uh, he had a great line at the end of this mm. where he goes, he does the whole congratulations thing. I'm proud of you, happy for you, but I'm here to introduce myself. Hi, I'm John Cena. I've won 16 world championships, and I'm going to win the 17th at SummerSlam and take it away from you. Hit the trumpets. Yeah. And like, that was yeah. the music I'm John plays. Cena. You yeah. can't see me. Yeah. Hit the trumpets. <laughs> uh, it was a really good line. Uh, he gets halfway up the ramp, and then Daniel Bryan interrupts. Uh, Bryan says Cena doesn't make the matches. Since when? Yeah. Earlier this year, he did exactly where, that. Where Nobody have you said been, a word. Daniel? Uh, and then uh, he made a match between Cena and Shinsuke for next week, with the winner going on to face Mahal at SummerSlam. So it's safe to say that once 
Shinsuke beats John Cena, that sets up Daniel Bryan versus John Cena. <laughs> yes, right. At that's, SummerSlam. <laughs> that's where we're going with that. Yeah. Um, I, I, we have documented it well on this podcast that we are of the firm belief that you should always go into a wrestling show uh, with low expectations mm-hmm. so that if anything's good, it surprises you. And yeah. you, are, you are happy with it, especially with as many pay-per-views as we've got. Right. I'm going to go on record right now and mm-hmm. say that if this match with Shinsuke and Cena next week is anything less than a match of the year candidate, then I'm not going to be happy with it at all. Yeah. Because as we were just saying, we haven't seen the thing from Shinsuke since that first match. Right. I'm not crazy about their first match with him and Cena being on SmackDown, but it's happening. Yep. So because it's happening, you need to fucking use it as though it's a WrestleMania main event and Mm. fucking go... 110 into yep. this match. Give them 20 minutes. Give them... I don't want any interference. I don't want any bullshit. I just want this to be a good wrestling match that Cena will, I assume, probably win. And it's funny because I, I want what you want or I want the exact opposite and nothing sure. in the middle. Where pull they, the rug out. Where yes. they bring that out. That's fine, They too. bring them out. They ring the bell to start the match. Everyone's flying off the hook and then... There's some sort of ambush, whether it's Corbin or, Corbin or Jinder or or something, just beats the hell out of them. And then I don't know how you if that works into a triple threat yeah. or what. But there's still part of me that still thinks they might hold that first Shinsuke John Cena real match for something bigger. Sure, and that's fair. I wouldn't mind that either. But if you are going to do this, nothing match, in the middle, then it should be <laughs> yeah. A tremendous match. Uh, Dillinger and Sami Zayn teamed up against Aiden English and Mike Kanellis. Uh, Zayn hit Kanellis with the Huluva kick and pinned him. And after the match, the, Dillinger and Zayn were celebrating together, and I went, oh, God, they're going to make That's them a, a tag team, tag team. That's a tag team. That's what they're destined for. Yep. So, Are they going to be a good I didn't team? hate it, to be honest. They got. They, they, did SmackDown need some tag teams? They do. Yep. Although there's this mysterious tag team, which they did not reveal at Battleground, which fucking, God, that. On SmackDown. On, at Battleground. It? They did not reveal, as they said they would who the mysterious tag team that is attacking Oh, right, Rizango, okay, I see what you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which pissed me off because yeah. I fucking, I'm a sucker for a good old-fashioned whodunit. Right. So I'm weirdly invested in it, and it might be somebody stupid, which is fine, but just fuck, if you, it's going to end at Battleground, then fucking end at Battleground. And then they didn't even say a goddamn word about this nope. on SmackDown. We, for all we know, Fandango's dead. Right. He got knocked out and literally dragged away. Yes. He's been kidnapped, as far as we know. Why is nobody concerned about this? Not one on the staff is... There's nothing on the website about Fandango's missing. Shane McMahon's first words on SmackDown Live when it launched was fucking, it's going to be about the wrestlers. The priority is the rest. Well, then fucking find out where he is for fuck's sakes. Uh, We can't comment on the alleged abduction. At least Kurt Angle tried to figure out who the fuck was attacking Enzo. That's right. He made an effort. He wasn't very good at it, but he (laughs) tried. He was just surprised at every bit of new information he found. Fucking ignore it. Just flabbergasted whenever some new evidence would prevent Ah, itself. That that annoys me. I don't like waiting for that. I have my theory of who it is. Yeah. Um, I I had my theory, but once you said your theory, I'm now 99% sure it's your theory. Yeah. Actually, I think it was... I think I originally saw it from Tyloni on Twitter, where he said it's probably going to be Eric Rowan and Luke Harper, which... Not crazy about the no. idea of them going back, but at the same point, what the fuck are they doing right now? Anyway? I know. So Smackdown it gets them back need, on TV. SmackDown needs tag teams. I can sit here all day and be like, oh, Luke Harper should be a talented singles wrestler and get pushed that way, mm-hmm. but he's not going to. Yep. So if the only way to see Luke Harper is to put him with Eric Rowan and, Rowan and have him kidnap Fandango, yep. <laughs> then... That being said, uh, it's probably the Young Bucks. So yeah, well, be prepared for that. This is all, that's always option A. 
Uh, New Day making their entrance for their uh, supposed tag team championship celebration. Uh, Biggie was still making his announcement. Mm, this was cool. Uh, when there was and clap for your world famous new smack. I thought there was like actual technical issues. Here. Yeah, and, and I was like, oh fuck, Biggie probably just dropped the mic. And then I figured it out, and sure enough, the Usos had attacked uh, them backstage and then dragged them out. They made a really good point of pointing out that they. Attacked Big E first, taking out the muscle as right. as they said. So they could beat up the little guys. Which I like that they are bringing logic into it. I wonder what they did to Big E in that amount of time that took him out for that whole. Yeah, hit him in the head with a pipe or something. Two times concerto. Yeah. Sure, pipe concerto. I mean, in pipeo. <laughs> um, but yeah, they just beat him up and then left them on the top of the, of the ramp. I yeah. hiccups. Oh well, it'll be good. That's good. Uh, I like that. That was cool. That they've not done that before with the new day. Yeah. And I'm not done with this feud yet. No, I agree. I, yep. I re- these are the two best guys, two yeah, best teams on Great SmackDown match. by a mile right now. So, yep. yep. Hopefully, they can do another one at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, Triple Threat United States Championship match: AJ Styles, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens. Owens hit Jericho with a frog splash. Then Styles tossed Owens out of the ring, stole the pin to win the championship. After the match, Owens got on the microphone and said that uh, none of this was fair. Owens demanded his rematch one on one for the title next week. Okay, so let's get into the meat here. Um, something we didn't talk about. Uh, Owens and Shane had a had a segment backstage mm-hmm. where Owens was very mad at Shane for making such a match and said specifically, uh, I don't even have to get pinned. JJ could beat Jericho or Jericho could beat AJ. Right. And I lose my title. And Shane went, oh, I don't really care. I only care about the United States Championship and the fact that it's defended on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, which led me and Warren wondering, are they booking up to a Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon fight? Because Owens came back at him and said, if you weren't the commissioner, I wouldn't care about you either. And they like leaned into actual almost nose to nose. Yeah. And like zoomed in the camera. And so obviously I think that's the tease is. Yeah. That's where we're going. I will say Shane looked large. this Yeah. I think Shane might be, uh. Oh, and a whole bunch of guns under those sweaters. <laughs> His pecs were fucking going, I'll say that. That's right. Um, the man survived a helicopter crash, so maybe he's just got with just sheer human, muscle. Superhuman. The thing hit the ground at 140 miles an hour, and he walked away because of his muscle. Did you see the Kayfabe News article? No. Um, <laughs> I think the headline was, uh, what are you going to do with the next WrestleMania, Shane, now that you have jumped off the highest thing possible? And it's a picture of a helicopter with Shane like, Jumping off with the elbow, and it just says, hold my beer, or something like that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Good. Uh, studs and duds. Uh, my dud will be the... Uh, shit, I had one. Had it right when you thought about it. You go first. Um, I'll give my dud to... I wasn't, I mean, the, the Dillinger tag match really wasn't anything, anything special. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there was anything that I really disliked on the show. Yeah. Um, no, it was pretty, not a lot of valleys. In the lack of explanation on the. The Rowan Hart, or the. Yeah. The. Breezango. Yeah. Maybe that's my Sure. Uh, so that'll be the main event. I thought it was a really, really good match. Yeah. And maybe just to be different, I will make my stud the. Uh, Shinsuke match, which I actually did like quite a bit with Baron Corbin. Hmm. Good. All right. 
Uh, next week, SmackDown going to be a good one. They are fucking booking that mm. thing to the moon, so mm-hmm. hopefully they come through on it. I will never, ever understand why they, because we all talk about how every year it's the lull after WrestleMania where they kind of don't really book anything and let things slide until SummerSlam. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, the summer does... is when you will have nothing up against you. Yeah. You should fucking make your product as good as possible so that you are enthralled week by week so that come fall when there's now football to watch on a Monday night, you go, yeah, well, you know, this wrestling thing's been pretty good. I'm going to stick there as opposed to like, oh, thank God football's back. I can go back and watch this shit now and not have to suffer through three hours of bullshit. And I totally get that, but I also understand the, the thing where it's like, let's not use our best stuff when there's no competition. Yeah. Like when we're going to get the numbers because people That's have true. nothing else to watch. Then when football comes, we'll put out all the, our year's best ideas that we've been kind of working right. on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we don't watch 205 Live, so we're going to talk about that. NXT from last week, because we are recording this again on a Wednesday. Um, this is the July 19th edition. Ember Moon defeated Ruby Riot. I believe that was her first match back. Yep. Uh, by my memory, yes. <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch had a pretty wicked match back and forth of uh I don't know if I saw this NXT. No. Okay. It was it was a very bloody punch striking match. Kind of what you would expect when you see Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan. Sure. What they should be doing. Yeah. A lot of uppercuts, a lot of stiff, a lot of strong style for lack of a better word. Uh uh-huh. Danny Birch was pretty bloody at the end of it too, so so this was the 19th? Yep. That's a weird one for me to not watch. We broadcasted that night, so I don't know if you what were here. What was that uh, fucking baby driver? Yeah. Shit. I just flat out forgot about that show. <laughs> uh, no Way Jose defeated Cesar Bonini. Okay. Bononi. I like that guy. It was an okay match. It wasn't anything special. And Drew McIntyre defeated Killian Dane to earn a match against NXT champion Bobby Roode at TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Gotcha. Which was also a pretty good match. Um, you see, transparent. Again, the thing I didn't like was the week before, which we talked about last week on the podcast, was the whole tease of Sanity versus the Authors of Pain at the end of the week before when they were going into this match where Killian Dane had a shot to become the number one contender. Where it's like, well, you can't do both, big fella. So yep. why would you tease this tag team if he potentially could be the for the main title, I yeah, don't know, it was a little that was poor, and that's the kind of stuff that I feel like happens sometimes on NXT if they don't keep tape, their yeah. fucking all their ducks in a row. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm just checking news to make sure emails. nothing else popped up. Uh, Moose resigned with Global Force Wrestling. There you go. Blow them up. Right, why not? Uh, Three year deal. There you go. Wow. Three, three more years. Wow. Good for him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Hardy is accusing Ed Nornholm, a.k.a. the head guy of Anthem, yeah. of defamation. Oh. So there's more muddy waters there. That's gross. And that is all. We have no emails this week, which, hey, usually I'd complain about it, but my God, it's hot in here, and I just yeah. I want to leave. So and the product fine. hasn't been so good. Hopefully nope. uh, these last couple shows inspire you a little well. Not the Battleground's going to do a lot for people, but <laughs> I thought this most recent SmackDown was good. It's SummerSlam, man. Now we're yeah. on the build to SummerSlam. That's Everything's right. This in the is generally view. when things get Let's good again. fucking fired up. So hopefully things get better. Um, that is the podcast. 
perhaps the quickest of all time. We're at an hour and 20 minutes right now. So. That's all right. Summer, um, that's the old summer podcast. The only 30 degree podcast. Right. That's Half true. of that podcast was our beer drunk story. We should sometime, <laughs> it was literally like a quarter of the no. podcast. <laughs> Uh, we should at some point figure out a way that we could do like a podcast outside in a yeah in like a, in a kiddie pool just hanging out in the pool doing a podcast. Well, well if it's a kiddie pool, we probably need four. Well, yeah, individual, yeah, many. one for yeah. each person. Okay, yeah. good. We're on the same. We're not sharing. Are you kidding me? Well, not, not I thought kiddie pool. If it, was a real, if it was a real pool, maybe. Well, there's that. I guess. Uh, I picked the Great American Bash 2006 for the theme, which is "Lonely Train" by Blackstone Cherry, which was also. In the SmackDown versus Raw video game, uh, 2007, I guess that would have been from that year. How'd you decide on that one? This was the first um, Punjabi prison match was on that card. So, Also on this card, in a dark match, Funaki defeated Simon Dean. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's a good throwback. Uh, Paul London and Brian Kendrick def- defended their WWE Tag Team Championships against the Pitbulls, a.k.a. Jamie Noble and Kid Cash. That was actually a really good tag team. I remember really liking those two when they were a thing back in the day. Old Kid Cash. Uh, Finley defended his United States Championship against William Regal in the most ironic match of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg, Gregory Helms defeated Matt Hardy in a singles match at 11.43. Probably a freshly turned Gregory Helms, I would assume. Sure. The battle at the Lake From, of Resurrection. Uh, yes. <laughs> well done. Uh, the Undertaker defeat. Wow, it was fifth on the card. It wasn't even main event. That's because it wasn't. Yeah, Undertaker defeated Big Show in the Punjabi prison match. Twenty-one minutes thirty-five seconds. There you go. Six minutes shorter than this week's version of that match. <laughs> Obviously, Big Show and Undertaker maybe can't yeah, go. Along, that's but. not. You don't want them doing the marathon Punjabi prison match. I forget why Kali couldn't do it. It was something like his liver was, enzymes were elevated or something. That he yeah, couldn't. it was like a weird. Yeah. It was a weird thing. Something super fucked. Uh, Ashley Massaro defeated Crystal Marshall, Jillian Hall, and Michelle McCool in a fatal four-way bra and panties match. Mm-hmm. Five minutes, 17 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Mr. Kennedy defeated Batista by DQ in a singles match at 838. And in your main event, we have a new world heavyweight champion. Rey Mysterio lost his title to King Booker. This is the beginning of the reign. Queen Charmel. Rey Mysterio won that one at 22, I think. The pinky. With the pinky my favorite. I fucking love the pinky. That's right. All right. So uh, Blackstone Cherry, Lonely Train is what we're listening to. You can follow us on Twitter at SatPod. Myself, at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Brando1990. At Talk Reckless Podcast. You guys are you're streaming coming. lots now as well. Yeah, there's some streamage on there if, if you want to check the Twitch stream. On uh, the Twitches. Talking, I assume it's Twitch slash Talking Reckless. Yep, I'm sure it's on your Twitter uh, account as well. You yeah, can find yeah, all the you links. Find it. You guys are smart. They did a live podcast today I saw, which I assume you weren't involved in. Well, uh, today. The link was tweeted out today, so. I know nothing about this. Uh, I thought the the live show was going to be Saturday, but I am no expert. We'll give this a shot. Join us for the burning down of the Talking Reckless studio live on. Oh, okay, so it wasn't an actual podcast. It was oh, they're just announcing stuff, maybe. Or, I don't know. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, there was some back and forth about maybe hooking up a webcam, but I wouldn't get your hopes up because that is an idea that was just spitballed. Well, we've talked about it for this podcast too, but that's right. We're never going to do it. It's probably not. Uh, the Reckless Rumble is vastly approaching as well. August yep. 26th, I believe. It's yeah, on 26th. the horizon. So 
can make sure you keep up to date with those guys right. on the video game podcast. Uh, Scotty is at Scottbox64, at BB Boris, at PWACA on the Twitter, uh, PWA.ca as well on the web browser for your stuff for the YouTube links and all that. I think that's it. Oh, sapot 316 yahoocom Send us emails for next week. Make up for this week, even though I'm not super upset that we didn't get a lot. That's right. Because, my God, am I dying in here. Mm-hmm. Poor Gary's headphones are just going to be ruined tomorrow. Warren's just sweating. Just man. covered in sweat. Uh, Lonely Train by Blackstone Cherry. We'll be back with another podcast next week. Would you like to do the Scotty honor? Yeah. Uh, until next time, folks, keep your hat out that foul puke. Woo! Big train rolling down the line Makes me lonely Sometimes I wish to ride away Sometimes I want to ride away Fly away Sometimes I want To fly away But you can't judge a book Looking at the cover You can't love someone Don't you with another No, you can't win a war Fighting with your brother You wanna have peace Gotta love one another Sometimes I wish to run away Sometimes I want to run away But you can't judge a book Looking at the cover You can't love someone I'm messing with another No, you can't win a war Fighting with your brother You wanna have peace Oh